Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Amen. So you need to come. You need to come early. The Bible said, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. So I'm talking about backsliding and specifically the causes of backsliding. What makes people look back? Are you, are you interested in, in, in knowing that? Why do people start coming to church and then they stop? Why do people start following Jesus Christ and they stop? That is what I'm talking about. It is called backsliding. It means you hold the plow. Now, when we look at the plow, if you are a bit into farming, you understand that plow is when you are ready to plow a land. Before you plant on a land, you plow it. Isn't it? You plow it. You loosen the soil. Because the seed that you put in the soil, when it starts growing, the roots are very tender and the roots need the loosened soil to be able to penetrate through it. Somebody listening to me. And so if, if the the, the soil or the earth is hard. You get it? If it's hard, then the roots will find it very, very difficult to penetrate. That's why you plow. You get it? That's how you plow. So, any good farmer will make sure that the soil or the earth is loose before they go into planting. You understand? But before you start the plowing, you need about, you need like a yoke of oxen. You need maybe two donkeys or two oxes. And then they have this mechanism, they have a rope, and then they stand behind them like, like, a, like a horse cat. But then this one has some, some teeth, some running teeth, so that as the, the donkeys are moving, this plow goes into the soil and it, it, it loosens the soil. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. If you, if you see some tractors have that behind them. Now, it is important that you do that. Otherwise, you will not have a better soil to plant your seed. Now, the Bible is saying, you see, and, and, and because in, the, in those days of Jesus, most of the people were farmers. He used to use the farming techniques to explain things to them. Because you, 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 have, to, you have to preach in relation to what the people know. If the people, must, people must understand the preaching must be relevant to the people. You get it? So, for example, this morning when I was preaching on, on TV, I was saying that the Jaguar runabout is, is unfortunate. When I say Jaguar runabout, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because when I passed there, I saw and noticed no swimming. Which means that somebody must be. They go to the place, they see water. It jump in. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> because we live in a country where they don't give us nice things. So we look like bush people 
when we see things, we can't behave ourselves properly. If they were to give us 20 of such things, you have to go. Another one. Minga They give us one, and you see how every, you can see how people modeling at a runabout. You are not serious. Runabouts are very busy with vehicles. You don't even want to go there. You don't have time. Do you get it? Now, so this plow now, if you hold it, it means that the, the donkeys must move. You are ready to plow the land. So when you hold the plow, and then looking back means you stop. Then the Bible says that anybody who puts donkeys together, put a, a yoke around their, head, their necks, fix the mechanism, hold the plow, to be able to plow a land, to plant a seed for, for crops and things to germinate for people to benefit from it. If you do that, you start it and then you change your mind. Jesus is saying that he's comparing you to somebody who starts to come to church, who starts to believe in God, and then stop. Jesus said, people like that, they are not fit for the kingdom. It's just like how you go to school, you write examination, and you fail. You live in a country where when you fail, they say, still go forward. No, no, no. If you fail, you are not fit to be in the school. And so, I'm saying that for the first service, for the enlargement service, many of you are new. Many of you are, you are new to God. This is one of the first times that you are coming to church. Some of you, this is the most church you have had in your life since you were born. I'll say it again. You didn't hear what I said. I said for some of you who come for this church, this service, this is, this is the most church you have ever had in your 20 years you've been on earth. In your 16 years of being on earth, this is the most time you have come to church. And it's just about five months. And I'm saying that I want to caution you before it happens to you. I want to warn you before it happens to you that there's no, no swimming. You can't jump into this jaguar water here. You don't swim here. <laughs> swipe and no swiping. Swipe and no swiping. Swipe and no swiping. My name is Dora and I am Boots. <laughs> and that swipe and swipe and no swiping. I want to caution you that God is not interested in people who start a relationship with him and not take it further. In fact, there's a, there's a, there's a verse in, in, in Song of Solomon that Solomon said that do not, awaken, do not awaken my love until I am ready. Song of Solomon. Are you with me? Because if you are not ready to take the relationship we have forward. Don't start it. Don't trouble me. Don't come and give me sweet words. Only to take my number and then you don't call me back. That's what I'm saying. You meet me in town. And then, you know, you talk to oh, hi, how are you? You know, what we used to, you know, hustle girls, you have to find a way to break the ice. Now that we are Christians, we don't even find a way to break any ice. We pass people straight. Oh, you so how some girls, you see the girl say, Ha, ah, Margaret. And say, so, Oh, no, Margaret, I'm not Margaret. So, oh, you, you look like somebody. 
Oh, your formula, like, I went to school with a girl. She was called Margaret. Oh, okay, my, my, I tell you, girl, if, if I had a speech, I would have shown you. You look just like Margaret. Yeah. Then you see that. Then the ice is broken. I say, okay, by the way, what, what's your name? So I'm Nalisa. Really? Oh, Nalisa? I got a cousin who's called Nalisa. Oh, wow. Beautiful. What a small world. I mean, and looking at you closely, you don't really look out like her. Wow. What a blessing. You know what? Okay. So, can I have your number? Because of how the conversation has gone, can I have your number? It's like, you've met a relative. You met your cousin. Cousin, cousin. cousin to cousin. Oh, so, yeah, no problem. I don't have a problem. Then the, I take your number. And that's where it starts. And we start calling. We talking. Calling, talking. And I say, you know what? Man, I don't know what you, if you, if you are available Thursday night, you know, just one going. Just, just let's go to Jaguar, Jaguar runabout. <laughs> let's go to Jaguar runabout. You know, it's lime and you know, just, just talk. All right, sure. I mean, Thursdays normally I don't really have anything in the evening. No problem. When I come back from work, um, I'll, I'll get ready and I'll let you know. So sure, don't worry. I'll, I'll come and pick you up. You don't have to worry about transportation. Okay. All right. So I got you. Then Thursday comes. Then the banner comes. It comes nicely dressed. You also dress up. You're going out to Jaguar runabout for pictures. Now you go there. You had a nice time. After that, he says, you know what? Man, let me just catch some ice cream on Mandela and Durban Street. So, oh, sure. I don't know. Um, DQ. I, it's been a long time since I, ate, I, 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 I tasted ice cream. I mean, it's been a while. So, why not? Let me go. Then he takes you. You go. You get uh, what? Strawberry something, something, something. Strawberry ripple. Mango cheesecake. I mean, you had a good time. Then he drops you home. Nice gentleman. He doesn't get personal or anything. You know, nice, nice, nice day out. He drops you. You have his number. He has your number. And he says, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. Tomorrow comes. You're looking forward to the call. No call comes. Next tomorrow, like the Nigerians who say, next tomorrow, no call. Then, the day after, no call. Oh! I mean, then, two months later, you are walking around Starbrook Market. Lo and behold, busy time. <laughs> I mean, the Bible is saying that it is like that. People who start they are, they are excited. They start coming to church. They start following God. And then just a little down the line, they stop. The Bible says anybody who does that is not fit for the kingdom of God. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, and I want to, I want to show you what makes people, or what makes people do that. You have to be able to find out why do people do this? What is the cause? What makes it? There's a reason for that. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. The Bible says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, if any man holds the plow and looks back, the Bible says, if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. If anybody draws back, I will not be happy with them. My soul shall have no pleasure. I will be angry. I will be disappointed. 
I'll be very annoyed with people who cannot live by faith and who draw back. And that's what happens to people. So I'm saying enlargement is a new church. We just started. Gafina, we just started. In fact, today is the first time we're meeting Sunday morning. Next week, again. And we are going to, can you do this Sunday morning, 8 to 10 o'clock for the next, the next, the next years of your life? Because if you cannot do it, then God will not be happy with you. And the reason why you cannot do it is what I am trying to teach you. The verse 39 says, the verse 39. It's 39. He said, but we are not of them who draw back. Say it with me. We are not of them who draw back. Let's say it again. But we are not of them who draw back. So that's all that God is trying to teach us this morning. That you know what? People who look back are not fit for the kingdom. And he's saying that the people who draw back, people who go back, people who draw back, yeah, you want mommy to listen to preaching. <laughs> you know, buy icicle for he or she. She'll be all right. And the mommy can pay attention to preaching, isn't it? Oh, them children. Oh, Lord. <laughs> are you with me? He said, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The saving of the soul is when you are dead. But until you are, you are dead in Christ, your soul is not saved yet. It's a race. The Bible says that since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside the sin and the weight that so easily entangles us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 12, the author and the finisher of our faith. He, he said, the finisher, because people start, people run, they don't finish. Many people start things, they don't finish. And so the saving of the soul is when you are dying in Christ. That is when it is finished. It's like what you held on, you have held on until the end. The Bible says, they that shall endure to the end, it is those who will be saved. Listen to the English. Those who endure to the end, they will be saved. But those who are enduring, are they not saved? They are saved already. So why are you saying that it is those who get to the end that will be saved? It means that your saving is, is temporal. <laughs> and the permanency of it depends on how long you can handle your faith to the end. Those that shall endure to the end. God wants people who serve him until the end. He's a God. He's not interested in people who come and just trouble him, awaken his love, come and excite him, and then one, two mornings, he can't find you in church. He's not interested in that. There's no girl who allowed that. There's also no boy in the girl who allowed that. That, you know, I thought we were going to have a relationship before I realized Nothing. I call you voicemail. Call you voicemail. But you called me, you said you like me, you're interested in me. And I also felt like, oh, I finally met somebody I could look forward to. And then, no, 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 no. You can't. If we can't handle that, then God is telling us that he can't handle that at all. And so watch and be careful that what you have started, you will finish it. Shana, I feel that what you have started, you will finish it. 
that you serve God until the end of your days. Don't wait until you are old and then your teeth, your, all your teeth are gone and then you have no hope. That's when you are not coming to church. Don't wait until then. Remember thy creator now in the days when you are young. Now and when you start, make sure you go until the end. My plan is to finish what I'm doing. Hallelujah. And I hope your plan is also to continue to continue to follow on until the end of your life. That, those are the people God is looking for. So why do people fall back? Why do people fall off? The first reason why people fall off or the first cause why do people get coronavirus? They tell you they don't wash their hands. They tell you you, you lie around people when they are coughing. <coughs> You're there. Yeah. Why do people get into the situation where they look back? The causes of backsliding. Because if you know the cause of a disease, of a sickness, that's why when they realize that coronavirus, you, you know, it, it works through dirt and shaking of hands and that's why they sit now six feet apart. When you come to church, you sit far away. You don't touch. You don't shake people's hands. You have a mask. Even we are talking because they, they, they came to understand the cause of the thing. That's how those of you who are doing big people thing, they say put on the socks. Because they know that the cause of some of the problems is because you don't have a socks on. Uh, you're walking barefoot. <laughs> no socks. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if you don't wear socks, that's when you get people pregnant. Like Sister Annalisa sitting right there. Yeah, it was barefoot experience. <laughs> barefoot experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you like try it, you see. Yeah, your stomach will get big. Yeah, it will swell, crap. I want to advise you if you don't have a husband. I want to advise you. It's a very serious journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. <laughs> you get it. Why do people fall back? Why do people knock off? Why do people stop coming to church and stop following God? The cause, number one. Luke chapter 8 and verse 13. <sighs> Finishing in five minutes. It's a, it's a shorter service. Yeah, them other people... The, the landlord don't come and lock the door so we can <laughs> we can be here These, you people you are too young you can't rent the place long so <laughs> yeah. do you enjoy is this Sunday morning I, I like the Sunday morning what do you think I forget your name all the time you know Isaiah yeah Isaiah don't you like Sunday morning it's cool quick 10 o'clock we finish we got the whole day is for us we can go and watch cricket we can go to Jaguar runabout Cricket, yeah, yeah, finals, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to worry about Bishop preaching long. No, ten o'clock we gone. We, we finish. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luke chapter eight and verse thirteen. Luke chapter eight and verse thirteen. I was preaching in Barbados, and then you know, the first day, the second day, the pastor asked me to send the scriptures because the people don't hear my accent. So when I call the scriptures. And he felt so bad that the people can't give me the scriptures when I'm preaching. So I had to send him my 20 scriptures. (laughs) So it's a blessing. The haket you can hear. You you, you don't... (laughs) It's very important to travel with with your pastor. You you learn a lot. A lot of things. A lot of things. 
They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy. And these have no root which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. The first cause, the first reason why people fall away is because of shallowness. 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 Write it down. Shallowness. They have no root. They have no root. You see, that is why in life, if you're a girl and you meet a man, make sure there is root before you, you lie down, you give yourself to the man. you will think that, oh, that ain't none, that ain't nothing. If there are no roots, the person will fall away. That's why we say, don't give your body to the man. Bring the person to church. You know, date the person for a while. Don't get into these, you know, private and, you know, things. Because you need roots, otherwise... It will fall, the person will fall away. You need assurance. You need the man. You need to be very confident with the person. You need to be very convinced. You need to be comfortable. These are roots. You can't just meet somebody and say, Love at first sight. You are an idiot. There's nothing like love, love at first sight. No, it should be love at 100,000 sights. And even after a hundred thousand, you should still, you know what, you know, he's all right. But when he say he will call you, he doesn't call you. That's the only thing I struggle with, Bishop. But apart from that, he's a nice guy. In the same way, the people who fall away from church, the people who don't stay with God for a long time, is because they don't have things that has anchored them, stabilized them to the church. You see, sometimes people come to church because they have a girl they are chasing in the church. People come to the church because there's one single root. The girlfriend goes to the church. So it's like some one root that is trying to go into the soil. Yeah, one root. Then sometimes because when they come to church, they get food to eat. So that's like a little something. If you are going to be able to serve God and be in the church for a long time, then you will have to have things that connect you properly to the church. That is why some women will rather make a child or a man because they think that is a root to, to, to tie the man down. Once I get child with a man, he ain't going nowhere. I'm sure you know by now that a child doesn't tie a man to nothing. I'm sure by now, if, if, you, if you've been around a little bit, you know that having a child with a man does not make his roots go deep. You cannot bound him like that. Roots go deep through different things. 
people who stop following God in a short time, people who stop coming to church, is because the roots, if you are like a tree, your roots are shallow. It means that there's nothing that connects you to the church in a strong way. You don't, for example, you don't do anything in a church. You see, if, if you play keyboard in a church, it will challenge you not to be absent. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a root. It's a type of root. If you are an usher, you know that we, the pastor is depending on you. You know that God is depending on you. You know that the church is depending on you. So you will come. Timothy, as much as you are coming to church, there's also something that connects you more. I come to church not only because this is my church, but because I also preach. So if, if, if I feel like not coming, I, I feel like, oh, if I don't come, who's going to, who's going to preach? You know, my, the people are looking forward to, for, so you know what? That, that, that connects me. It's a root. Then, I love to be in the presence of the Lord with his people singing praises. So that is a desire I have and a desire I have developed and cultivated. So that's another route. So that if I don't come among the Christians and rejoice with God, I feel, I feel disconnected. So that is another route. Then I have one or two people who are my friends. And when I come, I is with them. I is aligned with them. So that is another route. Are you, are, you, are you understand what I'm saying? But when you don't have anything really that connects you into the church, into the ground, the ground is the church. If you don't have anything that links you to the church properly, let me tell you, a, a time is going to come, temptation will make you fall away. And the devil is the one who tempts people because the devil knows that if your roots go deep here, your life will change. You'll be very different. So he, as early as your roots start going deep, he brings something. I want to encourage you to find things that will connect you to the church. Oh yeah. Find things that will connect you to the church. Find something. Do something. Be an usher. Dance. Arrange chairs. Something. Sound. Something. Do something. Singing. You, if you don't find something to do, let me tell you, your life is going to be very different from somebody who finds something to do. I have been very active in church since I got, I got saved. When I, got, I gave my life to Jesus Christ and I joined the first church, I was the one who used to go and open up and arrange the chest and sweep the church. Yeah. I've served, I've served the church several times, Miguel. That, that's how I started. I started from the bottom, sweeping, arranging. Then my pastor started making me do opening prayer. Yeah, prayer. <laughs> I started opening prayer. Then I went to playing the conga, the two, the, two da, 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 like that. Yeah, conga. Then I started moderating the service. So one root here, one root here, another root here. Then the fellowship became nicer. My brother-in-law was like the assistant pastor. And whenever we go to fellowship, we close around 9 o'clock. 
when everybody leaves, we have to, it was a classroom, so we had to kind of rearrange everything. And then we we'll finish a lot, a lot of gaffing. And there was one of our friends who used to live not so far from the church. So then we all go to his, his house to lime. Then my brother-in-law's mother, because she knows that we don't come home early, she, she, she will organize food and send the food to the brother's house. So around 10, 30, 11 p.m., food has arrived. And you know when you have about six, seven boys together, you are eating, you know, in, 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 in our place, you eat, you guard. Before you realize it's midnight, it's, it's, it's 1 a.m. Then we are now going home. That also was another route. Then, and then I joined the prayer ministry. We used to pray every Friday from midnight to 4 a.m. <laughs> you see the roots? So I'm opening the church. I'm sweeping. I'm doing MC. I, I am, I'm moderating the service. I, I, am, I, I have joined a group. That's what has brought me here. That is what has brought me here. If you can't find your roots deep into the soil, you can't grow tall. You can't grow up. If you don't find your roots into the soil, you can't grow up. Anything you see that is up like that, it has something down there that is supporting it. Hallelujah. And if you are going to avoid backsliding, you need to make sure that your roots are going deep. Your roots are going deep. Because every time we preach, we are watering. We are watering you. Watering. What I'm doing, I'm pouring water on you. I'm pouring water on you. You have to absorb the water and let your roots go deep. Let your roots begin to connect the water and grow and grow and grow until we become strong and mighty. And nothing can move you. Stand to your feet, please. My time is up. <laughs> oh, yes. Close your eyes and pray for a minute and say, Lord, help me. Help me to work with this word I've heard. I don't want to fall back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back into the world. I want to continue following you. Pray just for a minute or two. Praise the Lord, help me. For my roots to go deeper. Help me to receive every word that comes to me. Let me practice it. Let me, let me put it to use. I heard today that you are not happy. You don't enjoy people who start relationship with you and they fall away. And you said people do that because their roots are not deep. Lord God Almighty, help me, oh God, to avoid Help me to overcome this cause of backsliding. I don't want to be shallow, oh God. I don't want my roots not to go deep. I want to be rooted. I want to be steadfast. I want to be unmovable. Man. 
up and listen one more time. My help, my help, my from the Lord. start a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I don't want to die and go to hell. You should please pray for me. If you are here like that, just your right hand up high. I will pray with you while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, just your right hand, the right hand up high. I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. You lifted up your hand. I want you to come to the front. Let me pray with you, sir. Come, come to the front, clap for him. It's a gentleman there. He wants to take this important step. My help coming from the Lord. God bless you, come, sir. and pray this prayer after me. Your two hands, if you can. Yeah. Say with me, church, joining as we pray together with, with Gary. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died. He rose again. On the third day, I believe Jesus is alive. I open my heart and I receive Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for Gary. Thank you for this important step. Cover him under your blood. Let his roots go deeper so he will not fall away. Thank you for his salvation today. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.